CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey guys, my name is Mark and I do a podcast. It's called Talking Metal and that's what you're about to hear. But before we do that, I want to tell you there's a bunch of people who help me do this show every week. They allow me to do this show. They are my patrons on Patreon. And you guys just rock all the time. Uh, Steven Saylor, Steve Hoker, Mike Jones, Dan Gerwan, my top tier people. You four guys rock. Thank you for everything you do for the podcast. And some of our other patrons who we also truly value. Metal Dan, Patrick Schwartzman, Brad Brad Dahl, Dale, uh, Brad, I always fuck up your name. Brad Dahl, right? <laughs> I hope so. Love Brad from Utah. He texts me sometimes. Brad, hope all's well with you. Jerry from Long Island, who hangs at numerous shows with me. Jerry, I missed you at the last Go show down in Jersey. Probably a little far for you to go to, but um, hope to see you soon, man. Emma, down in Australia. Drake. Matt Carroll, Joe Ryan, who I hung with recently at the Rainbow Bar and Grill in Los Angeles, Hollywood to be exact. Michael Street, who I hung with a number of years back in Nashville. Jason Seth, Fred Roots, Sam Soupy, Jay Vaninsky, who I've also hung with numerous times. Uh, let's see. Jean-Francois Blas, James Bennett, Ron Keel. <coughs> Excuse me. We know Ron. He's a rock star. I've hung with him, too. Uh, where do we leave off? David Gray, Miles Altwood. Is it Altwood or Atwood? Miles Atwood. I'm sorry, Miles. Richard Langridge, Anthony Mackey, Kenny McCrimmon, Leo from Alaska, Jean Boivari, and that's it. Those are our guys. Thank you, guys. You guys rock. Hi, I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. On this episode, we're going to talk some rock, some metal, and anything else we feel like. We're also going to jam some tunes, have a drink, and share some honest opinions. Thanks for listening to the Talking Metal Podcast. Let's get things started. All right, my name is Mark Striegel. Welcome to this edition of Talking Metal. I'd love for you guys to support me on Patreon. Uh, you get a free T-shirt. Well, it's not free. If you do a, let me explain it. It's it's you know basically if you do a five dollar a month pledge or less. No, that's wrong. A five dollar a month pledge or more, you get a free T-shirt. Uh, so it's not really free. You know you're paying for it, but you're supporting me, and I want to 
recipro- reciprocate. Is that is that the word? I don't know. I want to send you a t-shirt, basically. So, yeah, support me on Patreon, guys, and we have lots of discussion going on there, videos going up. Uh, it's a great community, and I'd love to have you join us there. And again, that $5 a month donation gets you a, a Talking Metal t-shirt, and a $2 a month donation or more gets you a free additional podcast so if talking metal is just not enough mark striegel for you then go to patreon and you will get a bonus podcast every friday honestly every friday and it's really an exclusive because we don't have a lot of listeners there you know under 30 people get that podcast so i let loose a little bit i go off a little bit you know, we have thousands of listeners here, so sometimes I, I don't want to I don't want to piss anybody off. But there it's no holds barred. And I usually uh, have my co-host with me, Victor Ruiz, on the Mark Striegel podcast, which posts every Friday exclusive for the patrons. Anyways, we are taking a journey back to the 90s today. But before we do that, let's talk about 2019. Two new Ozzy Osbourne songs out. I'm not going to play them on the podcast today because, uh, you know, we'll play them at some point. But. I just want to talk about them. I think they're good, man. Listen, I know a lot of us guys are older and it's hard to accept new stuff, even from people we love like Ozzy Osbourne when we get older. And I hear that. I hear that. But let's listen to it with fresh ears, with open ears and and realize that this these are good songs, man. I really think the first two Ozzy Osbourne songs are good. And I'm sitting here with my dog, Ozzy, who is every day guys I mean some of you old timers remember when he was a puppy I had him on my TV show the Fuse TV show Talking Metal on Fuse man here we are 12 years later and I tell you every day that he's with us is a blessing at least somewhat I mean the guy's like losing bodily functions so maybe it's not a blessing because I I won't get into the details but listen I'm just happy to have him here every day that he's with us because I do feel like he's kind of entering his final days here on earth and of course I have the youngin Pearl they're both hanging out here right now Pearl destroying toys destroying carpets Emily just bought a new carpet for the kitchen uh, immediately destroyed so uh, there you go thank you Pearl Uh, Dogs are expensive, guys. (laughs) Not just the cost of the dogs. I know because people are like, well, you can get one for free at the shelter. Yeah, it's not. No, no. Dogs aren't free, guys. If you have no money, don't get a dog. I I really probably can't afford two dogs right now because the vet bills, the destruction, the uh, everything else that goes along with it. It is. um, And we paid for these dogs. We I know you should have got them from the shelter. I know. I know. I know. But listen. I, honestly, we uh, the family's had some bad experience with shelter dogs. I know people have had great experiences with shelter dogs, but we bought these from a breeder. So I, I would like to get a dog from a shelter sometime. And uh, maybe that'll be my next dog because I like having two dogs. I do. I know they're expensive. I'm making no sense because I just said I can't afford two dogs. But yet uh, I'm already planning my next dog once Ozzy kicks the bucket, which will probably be any day now. Hopefully not. Who knows? He, he always, every time I think this is it, he like recovers and is with us uh, for another month or two before he gets deathly ill. But yeah, he's just slowing down. So I love Ozzy. If you haven't seen me tell Ozzy Osbourne about my dog, Ozzy, there is a clip of that on YouTube. It's a kind of a fun, funny watch. But yeah, I'm, I'm digging the new Ozzy Osbourne songs segue there <laughs> anyways let's uh let's journey back to the 1990s a weird decade for metal in my opinion but but not for music a great decade for music one of my favorite decades of music you know it's 
it's the eighties, the nineties, and I don't know the seventies. I love all three of those decades when it comes to music, and I don't love one more than the other. I thought the nineties gave us gave gave us some great music. I'm an alternative guy too. I don't just listen to metal. I like Radiohead. I know. Okay, we just lost about uh, 300 subscribers, but no, I do. I, I listen to other types of music. This show, of course, is dedicated to the louder music that I like, the distorted guitars. You know, metal is a uh, interesting thing. You know, I was listening to some of my old Offspring records uh, recently, and that guitar, that's a metal guitar sound. You know, are there shred solos and stuff? No, but but I could play an Offspring song on on this podcast and feel like, it fits, but I'm not going to do that today. I'm going to play some other music from the 90s. Uh, Offspring was a band that I that I loved, by the way. Let's go there. Let's kind of go the more alternative side of things, loud alternative. We'll come back with some metal. You know, uh, I like it all. It's loud rock. This is I Want You by Sons of Freedom.
Sons of Freedom from 1995 from the excellent album Tex. And that was some, you know, alternative uh, great white north shit there. The, the Canadians really always giving us some great rock music. That band should have been bigger. That band should have been. I put them up there with like, like Paw. I don't know if you remember the, the grunge band Paw. They should have been enormous, but they weren't. You know, they should have been as big as Stone Temple Pilots. They weren't. Um, you know, but yeah, that, that band right there, Sons, uh, Sons of Freedom, they should have they should have been bigger. A great, great rock from the 1990s, specifically 1995, that song right there. This is Spun with wax a static remember this one
love that intro. So good. 1996, Sponge right there. Another great alternative loud rock band. And so much great stuff. Let's hit Testament. No denying the Testament is metal. We can't argue that, right? I think that's definitive. This is Testament from the 1990s. Electric Crown. Again, by Testament.
1992 off the Ritual album, Electric Crown. Good stuff there. We are rocking it. This is obviously a music-based episode. And I saw this band around this time in 1995. Uh, Crazy show in Long Island. It was Slaughter, Warrant, and Vince Neil. It was Vince Neil's final show before he rejoined Motley Crue. And he was fat and drunk on stage this is pre-cell phones capturing everything and it was an out of control show pouring champagne all over himself uh just uh, he had punched out his bassist robbie crane the night before and was getting dana strum to play with him who coincidentally i believe that was the first show dana strum ever played with vince neal and dana strum from slaughter has gone on to become you know, a co-manager of Vince Neil, a tour manager at least, and also Vince's main bass player in his solo band. So, yeah, it was a crazy, crazy show that night in Long Island. You know, I've seen hundreds and hundreds of rock concerts. That one always sticks out to me as as just chaotic and off off the uh, off the charts with the just debauchery going on. Hanging out with, uh, I remember, I was with Janie Lane on his tour bus hanging out with him and here I was like a 25 year old kid I had worked at MTV and and that's why I got kind of the the rock star treatment when I was out there and this was a club in Long Island I mean these guys had fallen from from grace in in a ways but it was still was such a fun show man and I loved the album that Warren put out it was called Ultraphobic. I loved it and I remember seeing them play some of these songs live it was a great great night and anyways, this is uh, this is Warren with the drop D tuning here, guys. You gotta you gotta love this. Going back to 1995. Uh, what are we gonna hit here? Followed by Warrant. Yeah, let's do this one.
by Warrant from 1995 off the Ultraphobic album. Good stuff. And a, a, an interesting era for Warrant. And I, I give them props for exploring different musical avenues. Some people said, oh, they sold out. They went somewhere different. They were following the trends. No, nah, but they did. They did it. They did a good job with it. They did a good job with it. And speaking of Motley Crue, we mentioned Vince, you know, in the 1990s, mid 1990s, ended up back in Motley Crue for a reunion. And I remember I saw them on the David Letterman show live. I was in the audience there and basically they played in in the street right outside the Ed Sullivan Theater where David Letterman uh, tapes his show so we watched the show in the studio we watched Dave tape his show and then they opened the doors and all the audience of the show poured out onto the street where Motley Crue played live on TV and then after David Letterman's show had officially ended I think they played a song and then as the credits rolled they played another song and then the cameras shut off and Motley Crue continued to play another like four or five songs for us guys standing out there on the street it was a it was a great night a great evening and um i i can't remember what songs they they played it's very possible they played this one though i I think they did this is 90s era motley crew this is afraid by motley crew and that'll take us out the 90s i love the 90s and you know i i love warrant in the 90s i love in the mid 90s that is that you know i love motley crew in the mid 90s and everyone hates generation swine i like that record I like that record, and and Motley Crue is obviously back, and I've already went off about that on the previous episode of Talking Metal and on Mark and the Minivan and all that, so I'm not going to repeat that right now. But again, Afraid by Motley Crue. All right. Thanks, guys. 